doesn't matter. I want all my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, man. I proved that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. Hey everyone, we're back. It's Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and their era. I'm one of your hosts, Reese Merritt, and the other one's right across from me. Who is it? It's Nate. Nate it's- Emerton. I feel like I don't say my last name. <laughs> I kind of. <laughs> I saw that the other day. I just. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to throw it out there that this time. Yeah. Yeah, it is part of the title, <laughs> the Emerton and Merritt era. True. All right, we are back again right before the Super Bowl. We're almost there. We're cutting it close. Um, you know what I found was interesting when I was um, listening at our intro music that I was like, wow, this sounds weird. You want to you take a guess? I don't think you have a guess. <laughs> is it because Belichick's gone? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. his, his voice is still in it. Yeah. And I was like, huh, that, I, I don't know what I feel about it anymore. He's like, do your job. Yeah, I mean, and now it now it just is not relevant anymore. I don't know. Is it, I feel like our motto still do your job. Yeah, I don't think they change it. So, it's still the same team. I think, I think I like it. Maybe if he signs somewhere else, we can look into it. But when he's just our legend right now and only our legend, I like he's it. A legend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got Super Bowl coming around. Yeah, it's almost there. Actually, maybe if. You know, depending on when you listen, it might be afterwards. So now we just sound like a bunch of losers because <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would assume afterwards. I assume afterwards. Um, Two and a half hours. Almost <laughs> there. Chiefs, 49ers. I feel like I, you know, at least compared to last time, I didn't do too hot. I picked the Ravens t- to go into the Super Bowl for the AFC and I picked the Lions. Zero for two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I said the same thing. I, I don't you really said, remember, but. I think you said the Chiefs. I don't you know. were half right. I remember that. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I really I'll thought it. I thought they were gonna win, but the Lions got ahead of themselves and pulled the Falcons, <laughs> pulled the twenty-eight and three, which was great. Yeah, they couldn't pull away. And that Chiefs game, uh, the refs little, little questionable calls. There, I remember that. Yeah, happening. honestly, I think it was just the Chiefs did well and. Everybody the Ravens offense to, just couldn't. Get I was going. gonna say, I think people are just trying to find excuses. I think from an outside perspective, this is what we saw a lot when the Pats won. Yeah. Every single call, there's something wrong. Yeah. Questionable or not, <laughs> the Ravens got outplayed. I mean, yeah. Like they did. They were so close, and I wanted them so bad. Yeah. I think yeah. that was the first time in a while that I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of angry. <laughs> like, why are they here? Yeah. They weren't a great team this year. They're okay, but I remember they played the Raiders and they lost, and it was like, what's wrong with this team? Well, I I think I saw this in a post today. It was a funny post. It was on TikTok, and it was like teams ordering at a bar. And, like, for example, the Cowboys was, give me a beer that tastes really good up until the end, and then it's just horrible, (laughs) and then give me the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the Ravens one was like, you know, I've been coming here. All year, and it's like, give me this great beer. It's fantastic. It's awesome. But today's a special day. So give me something completely different, and it's not going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of what happened. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, it was like, well, they didn't 
they didn't play like they played before. No, they didn't. They really didn't. It was it was almost like they were a little unprofessional of like, oh, they know what we do well, so we're not going to do it and catch them off guard. Yeah. No, just do what you do well. <laughs> do do the good things. Do what you do well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into these signings. Oh, wait. No, I don't want to get the signings yet. Yeah, we're not no. going there yet. Be, I'm still angry. Yeah. That's right. I'm angry. Mad. Um, I don't like the fact that the 49ers, even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in a very long time, since the 90s, I don't like that they could win their sixth Super Bowl. Mm. I know the Steelers are also tied with New England. Yep. But... I really, really don't want them to win. But I also <laughs> don't want Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win a third. Not mm. because I don't want them to have a dynasty, but it's just like I kind of like that New England has been the last team to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. I kind of that's kind of cool. I like that. I don't know. I just and the team, the Chiefs team this year, I just they weren't that great. I in a way, I feel like they don't really deserve to win this year. Yeah. I, I mean, I still feel like the Niners deserve the win. I think it would be cool. I think with the whole six Super Bowl thing I was saying before, like they haven't won in forever. Yeah. Who knows when the last year was? I doubt I was born. I definitely nope. wasn't definitely. born. Nope. <laughs> so like I don't really care. Six Super Bowls and you're playing like football for so long. All the Pats came in the last twenty, twenty five years. Like I think that's it's different. Um Brady still has the most Super Bowls, and Brady's a Patriot. So, <laughs> true. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be that mad if the Niners won. And I mean, yeah, I don't want the Chiefs to win either. But again, at the same time, it's just I don't know. Like I'm so blah. Like I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not happy. It's just I hope to watch You're some blah. good football. Just blah. Because I'm mad. Yeah. Because there's so many other teams I would have picked. Oh, if, yeah. I got, if I had the hand select, there's so many. I felt so bad for the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. I wanted them cool. to win so bad. Yep. Can you imagine that fan base? It would be cool. Just going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> even if they lost, like nah, the fact that they they're made going, it, they'd have to win. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Then the 49ers haven't won since the 1994 season, which was what was that? 29 Super Bowl 29, I think. 29. Yeah. I did I, math. Because last time I did math, it didn't work out. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I don't think this Super Bowl is going to be that impactful. I think something cool is going to have to happen for it to be like, wow, what a Super Bowl. And that would be cool because yeah. we're going to have to watch it anyways. So <laughs> might as well have something cool come out of it. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll see like another non-quarterback MVP, like let's say the Niners win and McCaffrey. I would it. really like that to see McCaffrey cool. win. Like that McCaffrey really cool. deserves to get recognized in something. So getting him yeah. a Super Bowl is kind of like, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, I like that. Yeah. There's no one really <laughs> on the Chiefs where it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You like that? You know who I don't want to give a um, ring to? Who's that? Bleep this out. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. They, Wait, they would. Wait, like, oh, you think so? Uh, I will. I would put money on it that the Chiefs, really? if they won it, they would do something along the lines of like give, not maybe giving her a ring. Yeah, something to like acknowledge yeah. her being there. Yeah, because she was at quite a few of the games. She was at like every game since I started dating. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, it's but she so like many. All right, I'm done talking about her. <laughs> Let's talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, like, like, okay, here's a thought. 
I just thought of it. Like, what if? Do you think that Travis Kelsey would pull out a ring <laughs> if he got a ring? That'd be the corniest like thing I ever saw. Like, do you? Do you, I don't think so. I hope not. But like, bro, I they've been like, dating for like four it's months. It's not that long. <laughs> Like I, that would be a mistake. I feel like as much as like they may get along, I feel like that'd be a mistake. Also, I think everyone should stop asking him questions like that. Yeah. Like, also, like, is there going to be a ring like for Sw- Taylor Swift and said like stop, please like like leave him alone. He's, <laughs> he needs, he's playing a football game, not only a football game but like the best football game ever. Yeah, and blah, <laughs> mad and blah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just mad. I'm just mad about it. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. But I let me let me hope that next year there will be two teams that maybe have been down a little bit. Hmm. <coughs> New England. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. All right, I'm gonna tell you my Super Bowl pick. Okay. My my score prediction. Ooh. And and if you want to put one in, you can too. You don't have to. Um, and everyone else, if you want to send a Super Bowl prediction, oh, we got some. We're almost there, so uh, you can send that to Foxborough underscore fanatics. My Super Bowl prediction, and based on the tone of my voice for the last couple minutes, uh, it is the 49ers winning 27 to 24. All right. Now, why are you looking at my paper? Because <laughs> in my, I had a class where we had to do it for extra credit, and I wrote that. But <laughs> you had to write the Super Bowl prediction for yeah, extra credit? Yeah. Which class? Sports statistics. Oh. It's yeah. a filler class. <laughs> Carl Federal. Yep. Shout out cool class but um yeah it is yeah right now i'm just taking it to take it and that was my prediction so i'm gonna come up with another oh, one 27 24 is right? yeah wow yeah it was i'm inside your head <laughs> um, <laughs> held back a joke um, <laughs> uh, now let's see this is let's see super bowl prediction i'm gonna go not as exciting as some may th- think. I think defenses are going to hold up. So I'm going to say, um, you know, I'm going 17-13 Chiefs win. You think the Chiefs are going to win? Yeah. I'm just so in that 27-24, did you think the Chiefs were going to win? Or did you think the Niners were going to win? I'm going to be honest. I don't remember that. But <laughs> I remember that that was my score. You don't remember who was going to win? I think I put the Chiefs. Because I, I, yeah. I really believe the Chiefs are going to win. So I think I put the Chiefs. But I just remember that was definitely the numbers I put mm. down. Okay. Because I feel pretty definite about the 49ers. I know. Like, I understand the Chiefs. Because it's got that same, like, Brady essence of, like, you can't root against them. Because mm-hmm. they were underdogs against the Ravens. And they still pulled away with one. Yeah. But I don't know. It just that 49ers team is so high powered. Yeah, it is. It is. So I don't know. I get it. It's 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 going to be a toss up. We just my thing is, I feel like when I think of the 49ers, when they play great teams, yep, they, they crumble. Yeah, and they then crumbled against the Ravens <laughs> earlier yeah. in the season. And when I think of the Chiefs, when they play great teams, they put it together. Yeah, and that's my kind of philosophy of. I think they're going to pull away. Do I want it to happen? No, but I just think Andy Reid and Mahomes. They got know, a connection yeah, built up like, so well. They know what to do in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Unless it's against Brady. And then. Um, <laughs> just have to plug that in a little bit. Yeah. But the Niners, they're like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it depends on like who starts the strongest. 
because yeah. if the Niners come out and you know, let's say they get the ball first, put up a touchdown. Mm. Chiefs aren't able to put something up early because I think they've lacked a little bit more in that area. Yeah. And then the 49ers go back and score again, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. I think that's the deciding factor who starts the strongest True. in those kind of situations. Because there's not a whole lot of teams that can come back from that. The Chiefs are one of them, though. I will admit. <laughs> like they, yeah. they are one of those teams that can come back. But I, I can't ignore the fact that this team is one of the weaker teams that I, like a weaker Chiefs team that I've seen in a while. Because Travis Kelsey is like the main guy. You lock him up, mm-hmm. kind of do like the Belichick way of taking away the number one guy and then uh, forcing them to pass elsewhere. Yeah, I'm not 100% certain that those receivers can really line up. Because <laughs> even though that they beat the Ravens, the Ravens still held them. Mm-hmm. Underneath twenty points, scoring seventeen. True. So, and then I think my last final thoughts here—they're gonna probably be um, not the greatest thoughts, but I'm <laughs> gonna try my best because this is something I heard a long time ago, meaning Monday. So it was only a week, but um, I saw that the Niners like to run with McCaffrey more when there's more guys rushing. So I don't know the exact terminology, and I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm just going to say more like more than four guys on the line, that's when they like to rush. When there's is, a blitz. Yeah, when it's that's unusual. Usually you wait for less people on the line yep. to rush. And then the Chiefs have something uh, like along the lines of like they love to only send four guys, something like that. Yep. So Agreed. we might see um, that – like set up on defense four guys rushing so does that mean McCaffrey's not going to get the ball that much right and then that's where I think if you take away McCaffrey on the Niners right it's, it's interesting because they hurt. do have a relatively good pass rush with only well not blitzing with only having four or less right. which is pretty good so that is, that's a good point so if the if the Niners like to throw the ball with four guys rushing and the Chiefs like to rush four guys we're going to see a lot of passing, and yeah. that's something, I don't know. It'll be interesting in, like, how, based on what happens in the first half, how they will adapt to that in the second half. Yeah. Because normally, like you said, they wouldn't rush McCaffrey when there's only four or less rushing. But what if they're not doing well, will they change that up? Will they change their <laughs> style of play? Like, that, that could be huge in yep. terms of what happens. Or is it going to be that the Chiefs still rush four, and then they – the uh, 49ers realize, oh, let's still use McCaffrey because he's the best player available to use, and they crumble. Are they just going to send more guys? Yeah, I don't and then they put the 49ers in the best situation. I don't, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird balance. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive game. I really do. I know, like yeah. a lot of people think it's like more of a shootout. I think defense is going to tighten up. Yeah. Yeah, I st- I I think it'll make the twenties. I still believe that, but I still think like yeah, there's gonna be a lot of dead drives. Mm-hmm. So, that's my thought on that. Hey, I like it. Um, for new coordinator signings for New England. Yeah, yeah. For enough this of this Super Bowl. Talk. Yeah, let's talk like, about something interesting. How <laughs> awful! How awful it is to talk about Super Bowls. How, what an awful game! It's not like there's flashing <laughs> lights and the best players on the planet and. Usher, like, you know, yeah, whatever, right? It's I don't, off like, season. <laughs> shiny Super Bowl trophy. Man, how awful. 
It's not like we have six of those. I wouldn't want one anyways this year. No. Would have hated that. All right, our coordinators. Again, if you listen last time, I was rallying off the interviewers, interviewees that we had. Um, I'm going to do that again for people that we have signed. So feel, feel free to stop me. <laughs> feel free because I might get on a roll. I wonder how many um, lined up to how we signed versus interviewees. All of them? None of them? Some of them? Not a whole lot. Not a whole <laughs> I lot. I think so. <laughs> Not uh, a whole lot. Who knows? I, I actually, I, I, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I think there was only one. Yeah, I was gonna say because I don't remember a lot of the names being said, but I, I think I think there was only one, which is bizarre. Yeah, no, two, two, two. There, there's two, um, because of special teams. Yep. So, here we go. The first one is not even like a coach. The first one, senior personnel executive, Alonzo Highsmith. He Welcome was an executive for University of Miami from 2022 to 2023. He was uh, in charge of personnel for the Seattle Seahawks from 2020 to 2021, VP of player personnel for the Browns from 18 to 19, and senior personnel executive for Green Bay from 2012 to 2017. Yeah. That's the part I like to highlight. Okay, yeah. Because Green Bay has been pretty good. Even though that Aaron Rodgers had something to do with it, they kept a good personnel. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Like kept a good personnel group together. Yep. So, I don't know. Don't have a problem with it. Um, our offensive coordinator, drum roll, please. <laughs> Wasn't that a great sound effect? Sound <laughs> effect added. Added. <laughs> Alex Van Pelt. Uh, was with the, yeah, with the, with the Browns. Came okay. from the Browns. Yeah. I, see, I actually really like this one because mm-hmm. the Browns were a team that was planning to have Deshaun Watson. That didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Injuries and whatnot. And then Joe Flacco comes in. And they worked that out. Right. They make the playoffs. In a way, completely different, but in a way, very similar to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of a broken team, but was able to put it together on offense. So, I actually really like it. I don't have a problem with it. Yep. I, think, I, think, I think it's a great pickup. I think it's, I think it's nice to have um, a new... A new mind? Yeah. Like there a you new, go. Just new. It's yeah. nice and new. Because who knows? Who knows? It might be... It, can, it really just cannot get worse. But... Um, <laughs> I think it's it could get way better. Yep. Um, the Browns, like you said, were a team that pieced it together. And I think just overall, I don't know how long he was with the Browns, but they've been offensively pretty good. Like, not fantastic, but pretty good. Like, they had Chubb, who was obviously a great running back. So now he's got two running backs, maybe not to that level, but are good. And um, maybe a new quarterback hopefully a new quarterback maybe not a new quarterback who knows we won't get too deep into that but i think just getting a new set of like a new fresh mind um coming from the browns yeah i i don't hate it i don't hate it no i think the fresh mind thing is a really good thing i we recognize that way early on i think everyone did i don't think that was like a secret it was always that new england needs something new at offense yeah um I had spoken about picking someone from Detroit or Miami or Eagles. I think it's another playing field that I'm happy with. Like the Texans. I would have taken someone from the Texans because that was working. Yep. Um, In terms of Pelt, he had been with the Browns since 2020. Okay. That's like... When they started to kind of build build up a little bit. Yep. And so he had been the offensive coordinator since then. Before that, I will start with when he started coaching NFL teams. He started with the Bills in 2006 as an offensive quality control coach. Okay. 
Ended up being quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator up until 2009. Then he's with Tampa Bay for two years. This is where I find it interesting the most, so. Uh, he started as a running backs coach with Green Bay in 2012. Did that for two years. Was quarterbacks coach from 2014 to 2017. That was like the Eddie Lacy time. Okay. Eddie Lacy was with the Packers from 13 to 16, I think. Yeah. So that was that time. And then went to the Bengals from 2018 to 19. So that was, that was, no, that was right, no. that was right before Burrow. Burrow was 2020. All right. Well, close. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the hope was close. So that's his background. Okay. I, and he also just looks like an offensive coordinator. Big guy <laughs> <laughs> walking around. Like, <laughs> he looks like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he looks like he knows what he's doing. You always like a big guy as your <laughs> offensive coordinator. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Moving on. Offensive assistant, Ben McAdoo. This is an interesting one because he had been with the Giants. Remember, he was a Giants coach, right. head coach from 2016 to 2017. And that did not go well yeah. at all. So, I found that interesting. But uh, there were, had been, like, reports of him being a fan of um, Patrick Mahomes. When he was drafted, he was, he was a fan of a lot of like quarterbacks, but like I, but the same. I'm, I'm sorry, I would say that too if I was <laughs> applying for jobs. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. By the way, yeah, I was the one that said pick Brady. I was. This, this is what I was a fan of yeah. when this happened. But there, there's a list of quarterback rankings um, for 2018, and he said that his rankings were number one was Josh Allen. And Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Mason Rudolph, Baker Mayfield. Okay, so the only one I don't like is Baker that, that low. Right. Throw him before Darnold, I believe. But that's that's a pretty good But list. I really like that list because at the time it really was Baker, Baker. Sam, Rosen, yeah, Rosen yeah. Allen, Lamar, well, Rudolph. Yeah. I guess I, that's how I'd probably put it yeah, at I the don't, time. I don't know where Rudolph was, but yeah, I definitely agree. I also, um, I just realized now, like it just hit my head. You said uh, Browns and Giants. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. where Bill was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. This is um, coincidence? No. <laughs> no. It's exactly planned. That's that's just, I'm sorry, it was off topic. But no, it hit my head. Like I yeah. was just like, wait, Browns? Okay, Giants? Those were also wait the two worst teams in 2018. <laughs> Yeah. Browns were the worst team and Giants were the second worst team. <laughs> well, yeah, Baker was picked number one, then Sam Darnold number three by the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Josh, Josh Allen was number seven. Right. Josh Rosen number 10 by the Cardinals. I forget about that. Mm-hmm. Or like, you remember when um, there was a video out there where all the Bills fans were like, why did we pick yeah. Allen? <laughs> we should have got Rosen. <laughs> That played out. Yeah, that played out really well. Remember uh, that, And Lamar Josh. was 32. <laughs> we picked Sony Michelle right before him. Yeah. We didn't need a quarterback at the time. Let's, yeah, the let's time be honest. We didn't need one. All right, so it's like that's his rep. So I, at first, I when I saw that, I was like, okay. Okay, well, I, I don't understand. But he's been all over the place, and I'm open to it. I'm sure there's more we don't know mm-hmm. about him. Um, our quarterbacks coach, we got a quarterbacks coach, T.C. McCartney. This is where it gets a little interesting because then we start getting a ton of Browns coaches. Yeah. I, I, don't ask Bill. me why. <laughs> but like, like. Just 
He was the tight ends coach from 2022 to 2023, and he's our quarterbacks coach. Don't ask me why. It just that's just what it is. On says. the Browns, he was on the Browns, and he was the offense assistant um, for Cleveland in 2020 to 2021. All right, and yeah. is that all you, you got? Cause I'm curious if he had. He had other offensive coach positions with Denver, San Francisco, um, LSU, okay. and Colorado. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So <laughs> a little question mark there, but again, don't I don't know these guys. Yeah, no, it's it's hard, so much harder for coaching to it, tell. It's really hard to get a perspective on them when a lot of it comes to seeing their coaching, someone else telling you, oh, this is how their coaching style is, mm. this is their philosophy, this is how they coach, um, and sometimes they really can't be reflective of, off of how the players perform. Yeah, because that's kind of out of their hands. That's true, and. Just like a like a glass half full look, it's like if you play for an organization that's so bad and you're not necessarily the problem, like you learn a lot of what not to do. So if yeah. if Gerard Mayo's like, True. hey, let's do this, he could be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, please, <laughs> please, no. <laughs> that's true. That's actually a good point. So it, who knows? Perspective. Yeah, it's a lot of perspective. Um, running backs, uh, coaching position. It's open. No one has it. So Nate, you can you can apply. Yeah, I mean, did you already interview? Yeah, so I didn't do too hot because I said um, – What did you say? I got into it. We were talking running backs, and I just ended up just talking about how bad our quarterbacks was. <laughs> I was telling Ramondre to start stepping up at quarterback because I don't really care if it yeah. get the ball out of Max hands. That's a but, really uh, hot take. <laughs> I think that's our hot take for the day. <laughs> we're just going to do um, – Wildcat formation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Just a QB run every time, and Ramondre is our new quarterback. So I didn't Ooh, get the wow. job. Yep. Well, actually, I'm still hearing, but – it wasn't too hot. Yeah, you're you're hearing from places like I don't know the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the Panthers. <laughs> it wasn't my worst interview, <laughs> but it wasn't great. Yeah, I told him I had 200 rushing yards in Madden. Didn't <laughs> they care. didn't care. <laughs> like, come on. Did you see? Um, who was it? I think it was the uh, Packers and a fan. Sent them a like a letter like applying for their position and he explained <laughs> that he had, like he built so many fantasy teams. That's so funny. And the guy sent them a um, handwritten letter. Huh. Um, I don't remember. I, th- I want to say it was like the CEO. Honestly, can't remember, so don't quote me on it. But sent them a handwritten letter like we appreciate you, you know, applying. Like yeah. it was very wonderful. And then at the end, it was kind of a dig, but also like kind of nice, but uh, still a dig. And he was like, I think you'd be a perfect um, candidate for like the uh, Bears <laughs> offensive coordinator position or something like that. I was like, that was, that yeah. was pretty good. That's uh, a, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for running backs, um, Vinny Sinari, I think I'm pronouncing that right, left to go to the Washington Huskies as their defensive backs coach. Again. Don't know why completely switched fields mm-hmm. here, but he <laughs> did. Um, he was with New England since 2020 and been the running backs coach um, since 2021. Steve Belichick also left to go to the Washington Huskies as their DC defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's fine. See, we're uh, honestly <laughs> that's I'm, fine. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of cool to see if he was actually like. This is time for uh, Steve to kind of prove himself. It which, is. Which is big that he's not trying at uh, the NFL level. Yeah. Because he would probably get demolished right away. So stepping up in that position is good it for It is him. still like a promotion. Yeah. And, again, I like the clean house. I like what we're doing. 
Oh, talking about clean house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like th- we've hired so many coaches. Yeah, England has hired so many coaches, and I kind of like it. I don't know. It's gonna be a brand new team, <laughs> brand new. And I like that because we did not do too hot next year. I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be hard for me to like watch TV. And a lot of times I like to call the play before. And back in the day, I feel like I could have just wrote the script for them. But, yeah. like, now I'm going to be like, oh, this is going to happen. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. There's a little report that I'm going to tell you later. Uh-oh. So stay tuned until after the coordinator talk. I feel like I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> you just get up and leave? I could. You could? I won't. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> it, makes me ha- it makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. All right. Wide receiver. Still open. Tight ends. Still open. Offensive line is bizarre. Besides Scott Peters, assistant offensive line um, coach for the Browns, again the Browns, 2020 to 2023, um, he played as a player in the NFL too. He played with the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants, San Francisco 49ers, the Carolina Panthers, and the Arizona Cardinals. But is in terms of coaching, just yeah. the Browns. <laughs> that's what you, that's what you get. And then we have a uh, presumably assistant offensive line coach Robert Culger, or Cugler, uh, Carolina Panthers assistant offensive line coach from 2022 to 2023, and was the assistant offensive line coach for the University of Houston from 2021. So that's your, that's the offense so far. Okay. Still building. Yeah. Still building, but there is there is higher up help mm-hmm. with McAdoo and Alex Van Pelt. It almost, in a way, in my eyes doesn't allow someone to have like a higher position gives mm-hmm. someone full 40 you got ben mcadoo and alex van pelt working together right so i don't mind that yeah that worked uh, for the defense for quite a few years the past couple of years yeah no, definitely and may was also i would say more defensive yeah just i would assume right but, um, oh absolutely I, I like it i like cleaning house i think what I love that Mayo's doing right now is like, hey, I'm fit for this job. I want to do it. And he just cleaned house. Like, you have to know you're going to do good to clean house like this and hire. Not, yeah. I don't want to say, like, quickly because, yeah, like, it's a good time. You should hire as soon as you can. Before they take other positions. Yeah. But, like, I think just you – I don't know how long ago we got hired. A month ago? Two months ago? Mayo? Yeah. Like, it was less than a – Less, Less than, than a month, month ago. Yeah, and, he, and he's like, all right, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> and then, hello. <laughs> like, I think it's a confidence Hi, thing. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, all right, you're out, you're out, you're out. I think it's it's cool. I think he's finding guys that are going to fit what he wants to see. He's got a vision. And that vision has to be winning. He's probably been having a vision for a while if he knew that he was going to become a head coach. Yeah. So this is I'm, – I'm excited. I know, Yeah, it's all hope. Yeah. All of it is hope, but – I like it. I think if we kept too many guys, and this was nervous me talking like a few weeks ago of like, oh, let's let's make a little change at a time because <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm scared of the change because I oh, like the way. Oh, it's so much change. Yeah. I like the way the Patriots played the last, my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Minus last year. But um, so that was scary. Yeah. But, but now once it's kind of happening and I got to kind of deal with it, it's like, okay, like let's, if we're going to go out, let's go all out. Yeah. Start new. Well, I, I got some good news for you, Nate. Okay. The defense is kind of keeping itself together. Right, which <laughs> is good. <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Um, Demarcus Covington is now the defensive coordinator. Okay. He was the D-line coach. Yep. So he's been with New England since 2017. I like it. So he got an interview. He got the job. I like it. Yippee. Yeah, good. Got the job. Defensive line has been Jerry Montgomery. 
Uh, he was originally Green Bay's defensive line coach and run game coordinator from 2022 to 23. Mm. Uh, he had been with Green Bay since 2015 um, and has always been on the defensive line side of the ball since he was with Northern Iowa in 2006. Okay. Northern Iowa. <laughs> I wonder what it's like there. Do they know. have good weather? I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to find out. Someone pull up. Someone pull up Northern Iowa weather for me because <laughs> I don't know what it's like. I was expecting you to know. How did you not know this? I I have no idea. I I got Southern Iowa, so that's on me. (laughs) Wow. Got your compass mixed up. (laughs) I was looking at it backwards. (laughs) You were looking on the wrong side, too. (laughs) Why is it just like a silver plate? It was just a piece of paper, and whatever (laughs) way I pointed it was north. (laughs) If I put magnets between it or something, and they're like, it spins. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For everyone listening who doesn't know how to use a compass, that's not how you use a compass. <laughs> um, my idea with Montgomery is that I feel like he had not a lot to work with mm-hmm. and still made the best of it. That's m- my sense from why they picked him. That's my thought. Now, here comes the big one. The big one. The one we love. You want to do another one of those fake drum roll effect things for me? <laughs> that we're going to have to add in later? Yeah. <laughs> was not good. <laughs> it was the best idea. <laughs> All right, it's Dante Hightower. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Dante Hightower, your your former New England Patriot player. Yeah. Who played get you guessed it, linebacker. He played linebacker. Believe that. Love Believe that. it or not. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, a that's first. A, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> um he was drafted by New England in 2012, round 1, pick 25. Again, was on the team since yeah. since then. No, I, I love that pick. I love it because <laughs> yeah. it's like, because correct me if I'm wrong, but Mayo linebacker, linebacker coach, right? Correct. So now Hightower linebacker, they, linebacker coach, and they play for a while. Yeah, so they play it, for a little bit. So for him to be they're, like, they're hey, two, they're <laughs> two very smart linebackers. Yeah, and they both praised each other. And what I love too about it is like Hightower spent his whole career in New England, brings a little bit of that origin yeah. to it, and he comes back. That shows like, hey, like. It's not New England that's bad to play for. I think that's huge. It yep. shows that people do want to play in New England. As many people don't like to admit it, yeah. people do like to play in New England. So him coming as a coach now, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, let's just keep it rolling. I like that. Yeah. I, I wonder, this is kind of sidetracking, but I wonder like, how much Mayo being there has changed who is coming to New England. Like, I wonder, because I really yeah. don't know because – Mayo is still very young. Yeah. Ron Mayo is 37. Yep. 37 years old. Still young, but he's bringing on different coordinators and coaches who are older than him. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's an issue, and it's definitely happened before, but you wonder. You wonder, like, who who is he bringing in that maybe wouldn't have come with Belichick or would have come with Belichick if right. he was in that position? So it's that's just a... Just a thought. Yeah, Something that's, that that's coaches and players-wise. Because I think players are going to love maybe not necessarily. You're going to get a different crowd of people coming in for yeah. Mayo that are coming in for Belichick. People that are like, hey, I just want to play not for fun. Obviously, they want to win. But they want to play in a newer environment. Yep. I think Mayo is a great candidate now. It's like it's not the old school football. You're going to work until you bleed. And then you're going to go home last minute if I don't like what you sneezed. Yep. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I think this is going to be nice. Yeah. It's a clean sheet team. Some people really like coming to a clean sheet. 
and just working with it. Yeah. So that that's the name of the story. Well, Hightower. It, what, two years? How long has he been gone? Uh, since 2021. So two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's cool. Still new into it. I think he had like a kid or something with COVID, and that's kind of why he took some time and then retired. Or yeah, his retiring was very slow because he had injuries and yeah. So <laughs> cool, like he's been <laughs> he's been involved. Like it's oh, not like he's absolutely. been out of it. He's like, all right, I'm ready to come back to work. I like it. Yeah, I can't wait to see him again. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up is outside linebackers coach Drew Wilkins. Um, this was originally reported by Ian Rappaport. Uh, he was originally the Giants' offensive linebacker, offensive, wow, outside linebackers coach mm. um, from 2022 to 2023, was the Baltimore out, outside linebackers coach, um, along with other defensive positions from 2010 to 2021. So, different, yeah. different, yeah. Another Giants-Browns guy. <laughs> 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 Gee whiz. Our Giants and Browns team here. Yeah. Whoops. Um, but then we retained some people. Um, th- this one, I, the, both of them, I should say, very happy that these players, or not players, these coaches still exist here. Um, Mike Pellegrino, he was retained, has been on the staff since 2015 as our cornerbacks coach. Cool. So I like that a lot because yeah. I feel like our cornerbacks has always been good. Yeah. And... It would be hard to lose someone like that. I'm sure he has an impact. Yeah, and I, I also, how long has he been here? 2015. So he, he was in the whole get rid of Gilmore thing with oh, oh, yeah. Jackson and getting him back. So, it, or, yeah. So he, uh, he was the year after Malcolm Butler's rookie year. Okay. Which include that included Gilmore, mm-hmm. which also included J.C. Jackson. Right. So, so he's oh. just been working with good corners, and he's also been getting rid of corners that were like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not. It's but it's not, not a bad it's, thing. It's, yeah. Well, it's not his decision. True, but I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how much. I wonder how much. Like, if you're a cornerback, like this, just in general, and I know Bill, but like, if you're a cornerback coach, you have. There's I don't no think you get much say. You don't? I don't think you do. Or you don't think it was you're, like, not, what do you think Gilmore's like? I want to use Gilmore because he was one that we were like, granted, Gilmore's been playing a lot better the last few seasons, like last season or two. Yeah. But he went on in like a decent slump right when he left, Yeah. if I remember correctly. And we were just like, are you kidding me? Like we gave like Well, it's been the same story. Gone. Malcolm was the same story. Gilmore was yeah. the same story. J.C. Jackson was the same story. But they all left and didn't do too great. All of them. So I wonder if he – there's no way, like, he doesn't have a say of, like, yeah, like, that's fine. He like, probably had a little say. But, like, he, he definitely didn't make the final decision. Because, true. Because true. He, Bill Belichick was on top because yep. he had general manager duties. Then there was defensive coordinator. True. And then it was him. Yeah. I just – I feel like if you have, like, the greatest corner in the league – <laughs> like, like you, you could have some say. Like, I'm sure there is like some reporting. Yeah, back so, and forth, some some chats. I don't mind this because it, it's like, or like I like keeping them around. I feel like corners we've been, we've just been like rotating, and they've yeah. all been good. Most of them have been good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I like it. Oh yeah. All right, next one. Drum roll again. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, it's Belichick. <gasps> Brian Belichick. <Boo. laughs> <laughs> what? He is yeah. still retained as the safeties coach. So he's sticking around. We got we kept one out of three Belichicks. Yeah. All right. And if my math is right again, 
that's 33% with, you know, 0.3 repeating. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, you're close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reese, no, you're a little off. Good math, Reese. <laughs> Yay. Improving math. Then this is the one that we had chatted about and been like, hmm, interesting. Special teams coach is now Jeremy Springer. He was a Rams assistant <laughs> special teams coach. But it was known that, like, the Rams special teams this past season was um, one of the worst. In history. <laughs> in history. Yeah, I – right when you, like, it was said that he's, like, the, the Patriots, the first thing I thought of was, wait, we – didn't they just have the worst special teams? Like, that yeah. was the only thing holding the Rams back, honestly. My hope is just, like, it was like it was just the players. Cause Hopefully they see something that we don't. <laughs> and don't correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't they have beat the Ravens if they didn't give, <laughs> give up a, a, like, a return touchdown in overtime? I honestly don't know. So, yeah, there was the... 31 to 37 final in overtime. The Ravens won with the walk-off punt return, 76 yards by Wallace. I'm going to look up his first name, but it doesn't really matter because we're a Patriots podcast. So <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, wow. Like, oh, assistant, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I was really high on the coordinator we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. We're bringing in the Giants again. Former Giants coordinator Thomas McGowie. Yep, I had been high on him because he had been part of special teams f since 2002. Yeah, and he obviously didn't get hired. But again, don't know these guys personally, don't know their coaching <laughs> style, so I don't have a say on it. True, and because he was the assistant coach, who knows? Like, if I'm an assistant, I'm going to do what the main guy says to do. So, right, who and knows? Learn from the mistakes. Yeah, who knows where it's going to be like? He could have been, you know, wrapped around someone's shoulder. Or arm or whatever the expression <laughs> is and um <laughs> and like just did what they said and it was horrible or he could have loki gave some input and he's still bad but <laughs> i'm not gonna think that <laughs> mm, mm, yes optimism yay <laughs> so optimistic <laughs> we're moving on yep because that's the coordinator talk Ooh. That, that that we did it we, we did wrapped it. it up we, we wrapped it up not bad. the thing that the reporting thing that i was going to mention you want to do another drum roll or you're not feeling it? I think I've been cut off. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about like a trombone noise? Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect for this report. This is reported by Ian Rappaport that it was very likely that Mac Jones will be traded this offseason. It will not be on the team. Uh, in Rappaport's tweet, Right, tweet. Yeah, tweet. And <laughs> <In> his ex. <laughs> right, ex. He said, quote, even though Bill Belichick is gone, Mac Jones, who lost the starting role and ended up third string by the end of the 2023 season, is a trade candidate in the coming weeks and most likely will end up somewhere else for the 2024 season. End quote. <laughs> so. <laughs> Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it came. I, I mean, like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm very, I'm, oh, feel bad saying I, 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 I'm very happy about that. But every time I see a TikTok that has 2023 Mac mm -hmm. on it and he's sad and he throws a pick and yeah. it looks sad. But then it, it's like and then it's like I wish it, it, it I wish it was the way it used to be. Yeah. And then it shows him all like happy and yeah. dancing in 2021 in the Pro Bowl and just <laughs> grittying around like oh. No, I, I, I definitely agree. 
But he did it to himself. <laughs> he did. He just needs somewhere else to try to grow. Mm. Yeah. It's not New England anymore. Have a great life, but not a New England. Have a great life. <laughs> bye bye forever. I, I am I couldn't be happier. I mean, I was a such a supporter of Mac, and I still would be if he started for us. Because mm-hmm. I am that kind of fan. New England all day. So yeah. I would defend him. Yeah. But right now it's not looking like I need to, so I'm gonna trash him and bring my own thoughts into it. <laughs> I, I don't want to see him play for us. I want to yeah. see him play for, like, any other team that we play. I don't know. Cause then we just gotta I just want him to do, like, okay. I, want him I don't want him to be sad all the time. I want him to do well in life and ha- live a, a happy life. So, like, honestly, he made enough money right now to go get a nice job doing whatever he wants if yeah. he wants and just live a happy life. Yeah. But don't play quarterback for New England anymore. <laughs> like, you have one job right now. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I mean, he came in looking good. He had that confidence to him. I don't know really what it was, but now it's not there. Yeah. So there's no more living in the past. It's like he's gone. He's not good anymore. Mm -hmm. And maybe he'll be good somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But... I'm happy if he leaves. <laughs> Yippee! Happy. Happy. Happy, happy, fun time. I, I also just think um, shiny that pro ball. <laughs> How many people needed to get injured before he got there? I, I, I don't know. Because he was lined up with Herbert and Mahomes. Yeah, but so that was Burrow's um, Super Bowl, if you said Mahomes is in there. Correct. So Correct. Burrow would have been another good candidate. Yep. Lamar. He was hurt. I remember that because that was why he got in. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm glad he made a Pro Bowl and he can tell his grandkids one day. Yeah. They won't remember. <laughs> 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 they don't need to know why. They don't need to know. All right. This is my favorite time. My favorite time. I did my homework, Nate. Oh, shoot. Good for I, you. I did, <laughs> I did my homework. Draft time. I looked at the top three quarterbacks hmm. in the 2024 NFL draft. Okay. If you want to check out, I'm gonna do a little plug-in. If you want to check out my my overviews, my grades for these three players, go check out NFL Draft Prospect Big Board online. You can all you gotta do. This is all you gotta do. Either you can look up NFL Draft Prospect Big Board WordPress, but you can do that in my name. Okay. You can do that. Or there's another option. I'm getting my TikTok going. Oh. I'm making I'm making the TikToks. <laughs> As Bill Belichick would call it, the snap faces. Yeah. Yeah. The oh. Insta posts. Cool. Yeah. I'm doing all the things. Um, that's Reese Merritt underscore. The link's right in there. I You'll like find it. it. Yeah. yeah. Go check that out if you want more inf- information about these guys. Or you can listen right now. Right now. Right now. Oh, so free. A little free insight. <laughs> <laughs> free insight by your, by your man, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Reese Merritt. <laughs> little plug in there. A little radio announcer vibe. That's your last free sponsor. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's going to cost you. Oh, shoot. Gosh darn it. All right. I won't keep them waiting, waiting any longer. I can't. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Oh, that, That's a NPR show. All right. Enough, Reese. Um, so I looked at these three quarterbacks. Do you know these three quarterbacks well at all? Um, not well. Okay. I could probably list them, but not well. Good news for you, because I know about <laughs> them all. So, we got Kayla Williams, yep. Drake May, yep. and Jaden Daniels. I like it. Do you think we could possibly get another drum roll? 
This is your last one. <laughs> of who? Of who? I think is the best quarterback in the 2024 NFL draft. I think I know it, You think you know? Do you want to guess? You I do. Okay, guess. I think um, the third option there, Daniels. Jaden Daniels? But Start drumrolling. Start drumrolling. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And it is... Jaden Daniel. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I have figured out after watching these three players that mm-hmm. I believe Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback in this group. Now, a lot of folks are like, why, Reese? Well, this does not make sense. Caleb Williams is the best player out there. He looks just like Patrick Mahomes. Great player. I don't necessarily disagree. I think he's doing re- really well. I'll give you my grades for these guys. I gave Caleb Williams a B plus. Okay. I gave Drake May a A minus. Really? And I gave... Jaden Daniels and A. Ooh. They're right in there. Now, for comparisons for how I lined some of these guys up in the past. Now, again, I've been growing. I've been growing like players do. I've been growing of like how a tree. I. I <laughs> very good. <laughs> exactly like a tree. And I will not get cut down. <laughs> do not bring an axe near me. And. So I've been growing and understanding more about like how I like to grade and how I view players. And I've really come to an approach of where I l- will see, based on their play, where they're at, and then also evaluate who they are as people, how they're coached, whatnot. And that'll usually change it up by one or two percentage grades or mm-hmm. letter grades. So like, let's say someone, awful person, doesn't take coaching well. Probably going to be dropped down by like two. Mm. Maybe from B plus to a B minus. That's my look on it. But for Caleb Williams, our, I will start there. The 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 least of them all, which is very weird to say, because he is receiving all the hype. I saw from him a just very, you know, he, he, there's no structure to how he throws and how he plays. He's a playmaker. He, he's got crafty decision making. Scrambling scrambling abilities are off the charts. He can change the arm angle, which I know everyone loves. I mean, he excels at the RPO part of the game. Um, I mentioned he has great body torque. I like that. I like that word, <laughs> torque. But he's just—he's not. And this is where I think about Mac Jones. This is where I think Mac Jones also got a B plus mm. from me. Oh. So did Kenny Pickett. So did Bryce Young. Okay. When I looked at those players, they all received B pluses. Okay. I've always considered that like. A minus or above is enough for me to draft them if I was in the position. Got it. That's how I've kind of considered it. That's a I mean, granted, Bryce Young hasn't played enough yet. Yeah. And he was on a terrible team, is still on a terrible team. But um those are two not great quarterbacks. No. <laughs> so so for me, it seems like you're saying lots of skill, but probably doesn't. I'm have concerned it. of how it'll translate because He's not consistent while stepping in the throws. Mm-hmm. I found that. Um, like, like he has such great like ability to bring the play to the second level, be able to con- extend the play, continue the play, keep it alive. But he just looks panicky. Like, he's just running around. And, like, I want to receive hate for it, but it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no structure to it. He's running around, and I'm like, he could get obliterated yeah. with these NFL defensive lines. Um he needs to throw the ball away too when it's the best option and that's something Mac dealt with yeah. and to be completely honest Drake May has those qualities too or not it's not really a quality but has that too that's why I picked him the other the other th- things about Caleb Williams that concern me 
is, and I'll explain this as fast as I can. Um, back on December 3rd, 2022, Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, had been emotional from a game that he lost. Williams retweeted the post saying, LOL, in under 24 hours, and then had since deleted it. <laughs> and he had received criticism, and he explained that he wasn't laughing at Max. He was happy for him, his journey, his team, his passion for his school, and he felt the same way after he had lost that year. A little odd. Yeah. Just saying it. Just a little odd. And I know he had been emotional from a loss that he had against UCLA, um, and he had been in the stands with his mother being emotional. You know, I'm not trying to say that he shouldn't do that, but like Mac Jones, oh God, I didn't feel like he was dealing with adversity very really well. Mm. That's where I'm coming from from him. If those were removed and he had a personality like um, Jada Daniels, he could be up to an A. But still, the, the like chaotic style of play he has isn't really appealing to me. Yeah, I, that's I, where I'm coming from it. on him. So that's Caleb Williams for you. Mm-hmm. Drake May, A minus. See, these guys are really in a tight window. They're all very great. They're good players. They're good quarterbacks. Right. But, and they're, but they're all different. They're all different, and they're all in the same area. Drake may had a lot of support from Tim Hasselbeck. Um, you know, Matt, Matt Hassel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, he had a lot of support from him. Um, he said, I think when people sit down and talk to Drake may, I think that it's going to, to look like there's nothing wrong with him. He's going to be a better pro than college player, his size, athleticism, the way he moves. So an interesting thing from him. So I had a lot to say. I felt that, you know, he was a great passer, great vision. Um, unlike Mac Jones, doing a lot of Mac Jones comparisons today, mm. he was able to step into the pressure and still be accurate. He had pressure in his face. Um, he wasn't a scrambler, but he still was able to go downfield. Mm. Good That's stuff. Good. Great yeah. arm talent. Was able to make numerous types of throws. Anticipates throws really well. Utilizes the check down. Um, the thing that that I didn't really like as much was his footwork could use some, some work. That would mess up his accuracy a lot. He just wouldn't get set, and his hips would be flying around. Yeah. Um, would occasionally throw across his body to extend a play. We saw that with Mac. Yeah. Don't do that. Just, you know, it periodically would cause a turnover. And struggles to feel pressure and has a high pressure to sack rate. Mm. So he could deal with pressure coming in his face, but he yeah. couldn't feel it as well. Okay. So yeah, I, don't, he, I don't love that. Which <laughs> could cause turnovers. That sounds a lot like Mac. So, <laughs> like, a little concerning. He's in the A, a range yeah. because I think, like, he has the mindset for it. Like, I think he's a confident player, and it is going to take coaching really well. Um, and I think he just has pro-level qualities that some other quarterbacks don't. Okay. All right. So, optimistic about him. Now, my man. My guy. Better hope we draft him. <laughs> Jaden Daniels. I'm telling you, I, li- I like him a lot. I really wanted to give him an A-plus, too. I really wanted to. I think I've only given one quarterback an A-plus. Who was that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't hate it, Yeah. but I don't love it. Because yeah. 
it was I, I think I'm not trying to, you know, like say, Oh, my bad. Yeah. But you got drafted by the Bears. Yeah, no, I think I was just gonna say it's gonna be interesting to see where he what he do what he does next. I, I'm pretty big on field still, not huge, but I do think he's a better quarterback than he is yeah. on the Bears. But yeah. So I love I love Jane Daniels. Uh L S U. Uh he was originally a, a track runner. Which is cool. I guess. <laughs> I, I, that's great. He's a great runner. So there see here here's where it's so hard. This is so hard to understand where these players are gonna end up because I, I was gonna about to say, I'm like, he's very much like Lamar Jackson. He's also like Marcus Mariota. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> where do you go with that? Um he had a completion percentage of seventy two point two. That's quite high. Yeah, that's good. Thirty eight hundred passing yards and an um over eleven hundred rushing yards. Oh my God! A touchdown interception rate of forty to four. <sighs> um, so he seems to continue to improve each year. Yeah. So one of his teammates, LSU senior running back Josh Williams, said this. Um, this is via the New Orleans Advocate. He said, "Quote: He's so stoic. He's so relaxed and low key. I think that's the best attribute to his personality because whenever the game gets tough, that's how he naturally is. Always calm and collected. He never really gets spooked." End quote. I found that to be true from what I saw of him. His coach, Brian Kelly, also said that he was just a very approachable player. When someone transfers him, he's, it, he's very approachable, accepting, um, team leader, doesn't always, like, say something when it's not necessary to say. Mm. That, like, when he says something, it's, it's worth your time to hear it. Okay, okay. Um, in terms of strengths and weaknesses, he shows great athleticism. It's great. Able to burst out of pocket. Again, track runner. Yeah. Um, qu- quick footwork. Moves around the pocket really well. Um, puts great velocity on the ball for deep That's targets. Big. Yeah. Um, again, scrambles well. And he makes defenders miss. So he's a fast player. I would I imagine he's going to be in the 4.3 range for the 40-yard dash. 4.3 seconds. Wow. Uh, he's probably going to be in that range. 4.3 to 4.4. Oh, my God. Um, he's tough. Not afraid to take a large hit. I'll tell you why that's also one of my weaknesses. Um, anticipates receivers while maintaining pace on the ball. Works through progressions with a calm demeanor. I think that's the the common word right now is calm. He's very calm. Mm. Weaknesses is that he's got a small frame and kind of reckless as a ball carrier. So he's very open for injury. Yeah. He gets hit hard. <laughs> and when he gets hit, like, he goes flying. So, like, I think he needs to protect his body a little bit more because he could easily get injured. Um, and he'll occasionally be off target on short throws. Okay. That's why he's not an A+. Plus. So the the target one is like, yeah, that sucks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the injury one is like, that's if he gets injured. NFL's done a lot of things where you can't really hit the quarterback. True. So that's cool. And if he were to go to the Patriots, I, I like Zappi as our backup. I think he's a great backup. Yeah, right, yeah. Because <laughs> if, let's say he went down and he misses a game or two. Mm-hmm. I, I like Zappy out there <laughs> leading in for us for a game or two. Yeah. So I I agree. I was pretty high on him too. Obviously, I'm not that intense into the research, but just my gut feeling, and I like the way my gut talks. I was like Caleb's, eh? Yeah. I don't like he. I don't want to base it off one game, but he like. I have too many concerns for him. Yeah, he he did not do great against uh, who was a Notre Dame. Like he did like horrible or something like that. I don't know. So correct me if I'm wrong or don't. I don't care. But um, <laughs> uh, like 
he watching him is is scary. I, I yeah. completely agree. I saw a lot of plays that were not luck. I don't want to say it's luck because he's a very, very skilled player. Correct. Yep. But they're like my friend Lamar. <laughs> like, I don't like relying on greatness. Like, yep. like I don't want to rely on the guy who can scramble out. And, I mean, I'm going to bring up a tragedy to us or, like, you know, <laughs> Eli just breaking out a stupid tackle and catching it on your helmet. Like, yeah, yep. it will win you games. It will win you the most important games. But the reason why the Patriots and now the Niners and kind of the Chiefs, honestly, like you look at Mahomes this year, he wasn't that flashy. Like he is flashy, don't get me wrong, but he's not that flashy. It's just chipping away, chipping away. Like he stays in the pocket and he throws. Yep. So that was my big thing about Caleb too. It looked like he was kind of like, hey, I'm better than these guys here, so I'm going to play like it. Mm -hmm. Then you go up to the NFL level, you're not better than anyone. Like it does not matter how good you are. A rookie is not better than the 13-year vet on defense. <laughs> so yeah. that's what scared me. And, yeah, I, I completely agree about that. Drake May, I just know he's good. But <laughs> I, don't, I honestly didn't know there, that much. Yeah, he's got, again, those pro-level qualities that you're looking for. Strong arm, can make all the throws. Mm-hmm. Can, like, throw sidearm and way above his head. And he stays accurate, but, again, I worry about his footwork. I worry about um, his ava- ability to feel the pressure. Yeah. Can cause turnovers, can have a s- high sack rate. Again, and worth drafting, mm-hmm. but just Jaden Daniels stood out in my mind as this is a player who could be like a Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Who may, may even be more ready because Lamar was not a great passer coming out of college. True. He definitely because he definitely was getting he year. was like why is it, why is he not a running back that was the talk where Jane Daniels isn't the same and usually with those type of players I'm able to find something that that, that you know makes me look and go ah that he's not going to be as good as I right. think but I don't see that with him I see that with Caleb Williams because Caleb Williams is receiving the Patrick Mahomes hype. Right, because and I heard a Patrick lot of Mahomes can make the extend the plays and make all these weird, right. you know, unorthodox throws. So can Caleb, but it's so unorthodox it seems like it's forced. Yeah, like he's just running around because you know the perfect wide open player isn't there. Like he needs to make the throws that there's a needs to be a tight window. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. Jaden can do that. Andre can do that. They both can do that. Where Caleb. It's not that he can't. I haven't seen it. Okay. So yeah, I like that. And I think coming off the Patriots season, I just want a quarterback who knows when to throw it away, tuck it and run, or get the hell down. Do do not just well, chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I think, the biggest thing because that killed momentum. Yeah. It lost the team. Yeah. And I think that's a big part. So Lost the locker room. Yeah. I think. Well, good news to you, Nate. My guy right now for you <laughs> that answers those those concerns, those things you want out of your life. Yeah. You know, get make some boundaries. Yep. Jaden Daniels, like in it. my eyes, is the player. And lucky for us, he's, he's three. The number three in terms of the rankings at the moment. Whether that will happen or not, I don't know. Yeah. But my hope is that he'll fall to us. <laughs> I, mean, I say fall, but still. You worry about who is going to be drafted in the top two. So what I was going to say, I know you're a very smart guy, Reese, and I know you do oh, your own I, research. Oh, thanks, man. But people do this for a living. They do. So I'm curious, like, why 
is the Bears so hot on Caleb right now instead of Jan- like Daniels? Like, why do you think? Yes. Yeah, why so do I think that they may pick the Bears may take Caleb Williams? Yeah. So why? Like, not saying that you're not the guy who just saw it and overlooked them because maybe you are. Yeah. But there's people who get paid to do this nonstop. It's true. You do it on the on the side of everything else you have. Yeah. So what what is what makes Caleb like still the number one guy? Well, I think the unorthodox part of it can be seen as a positive, too, not just a negative, because you see what Patrick Holmes has done. Yeah. Don't you want a Patrick Holmes? Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay. Yeah. No. Caleb, I, like, I like so it. like Caleb Williams kind of fits that. It's it's honestly a gamble. Yeah. Because. I guess in my eyes, I'm not as much of a gambler. I don't, I'm not trying to take a chance on this guy where I would rather, you know, play safe. You know, my opinion is different from everybody else's. According to Tim Hasselbeck, Drake May's the number one. Right. In my eyes, he's number two. Again, they're three different players. Yeah. Drake May is your, you know, traditional passer, if you will. <laughs> like, he runs a little bit Anderson. and. You know, you know, he's your traditional player. Well, we'll call it that. Kill Williams is your Patrick Mahomes comparison, where Jane Daniels is more of your runner. Yeah, they're three very different players with different skill sets. They have some qualities that are similar. They have some weaknesses that are similar. But yeah. I guess still, in my eyes, it's still Jaden. And but I understand Caleb. I understand it. This player really held this team on his back mm-hmm. because there are plays that should not have been made and he made them because he extended the play ran like wild right but it, it depends on like what what do you ha- hold to a higher standard yeah where, I, where like the running around thing i don't hold that to a high standard i see that as a potential fumble right i see that <laughs> as a potential interception where some people see that as that's a play that my quarterback right now can't make <laughs> and i want that no, I, I agree, because I was just thinking when you were saying like that, it's like per, like schemes. Like, you look at the Bears. Bears are very confusing because <laughs> they have a good quarterback. I'm going to say Fields is still a good quarterback. I, I, would, I would agree. But I would say, like, there's a 95% chance that they're just going to draft a quarterback. Yeah. So it's like, what are they going to do with Fields? Are they going to back up him? Probably not. Probably not. So they're going to trade him. So who are they going to trade him to? And right. this and that. But um, regardless, it's like the Bears – they. They're a type of team that they don't like to like play safe. They like to, <laughs> to take their shot. Right. So, Caleb. You want another example of that? Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Took a shot with him. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> so, so, if I were the Bears, I wouldn't try to take a, sh- like a gamble. Yeah, I would take safe. Yeah. And Which, if you want safe. Drake May. Drake May. Yeah. And that was going to say my next point is the next team is the Commanders, right? Correct. Yep. They're a team that's Sam Howell did fine, and he was just kind of there, and he yeah. threw good balls. So you he's look at your, their he's scheme. He's kind of your Drake May. He's kind of your Drake May. So the only team that now it comes to the Pats, See, we've it's, never it's, had a guy like Daniels before, but it's a new team. So it's a now new it's team. like, okay, I can see it. And you have someone like Ben McAdoo yeah. who's had this experience with feeling like he had different players that he liked. Lamar Jackson was his number two guy. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think so it. I think it's gonna work out well if it works out. Like it depends that. on what you want and what you like. The draft is gonna be a scary. Right? Time. It's like 
Vanilla is a good ice cream flavor. Chocolate's a good ice cream flavor, and so is strawberry. And this is what you're dealing with. Now, okay, don't don't don't. Strawberry, strawberry, I like it. strawberry. Yeah. It's a tra- strawberry is a top five. <laughs> no, <laughs> out of all like, ice cream like flavors tradition. in the world, like like like, 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 like like traditional like ice cream flavors. You got the ice cream packs that have just the vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Yeah. So well, this is what I'm dealing with here. All right. So <laughs> I don't want to make another ice cream flavor. Right, I'd rather have cookie They're dough. All, oh, okay, fine. We'll put cookie dough instead. If you want cookie dough, we'll put cookie I dough. I want cookie dough. All right, we're putting cookie dough as the third. Vanilla's great because vanilla's going to be vanilla, and vanilla's always going to stay vanilla. All right. All right? So yep. vanilla's your number one because it's always vanilla. Yep. But chocolate, that's really good. It is but really like, good. I, like, do we want it? But do you want vanilla? Yeah, because you like cho- yeah. you like chocolate a lot. Mm-hmm. Chocolate's great, but cookie dough comes in, oh, and you love so cookie good. dough. But it, but like you could mess up cookie dough because he's ah. but vanilla, <laughs> but like vanilla, like you got too many cookies. I like that. I, <laughs> no, okay. Somebody I got, else I might. I would. All right, I don't want as many cookies, so I want well, vanilla. I want vanilla. <laughs> no, I get so, it. I so get there's. It. <laughs> I like it. So my see my ice cream analogy is not working to efficiency. Just like Mac Jones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, not again. So that's my under. That's where I'm bringing this right now. No, so can, it I depends can. on what you want, what you like, based on what I like and what I want. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Anyone but Mac. <laughs> yeah. He's just the guy who I think. Again, it's personality. I like. I I look into that a little bit because Mac Jones was someone who hadn't really thought diversity. Right. And some of these players have. Yeah. Some I would say they all have, but some deal it better than others. And, w- and what did G Don say? I just want my offense to score points. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. be more true. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like getting too statistic like, but Jane Daniels did have a forty to four inter- touchdown interception rate. Yeah. So that that's my thought on them. Did a lot of research on those guys. I like it. So if anybody wants to talk to me about them. You can, or you can just look it up on NFL Draft Prospect Big Board because it's there. It's in writing. It's there for you. It's got videos and pictures if you like those too. Yeah, so how, how many people did you do? Just them three? or So far, just them three. Cool. Yeah, lots you get of into hours. like running backs and stuff? I will. Nice. <laughs> I will. Receivers? Because that, that's another big one for All the Pats. All of them. Yeah. I was going to say, we want to see some second-round receivers. I'm sure Marvin Harrison Jr. will be next on the list for me. Yeah. That actually, honestly, I think I'll do that one next. All right. So that will like be up to come. And then I'm going to take a little bit of a break because I went pretty hard on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I get it. But all right. So that's that's the draft talk. So basically, you know my opinion. I want Jaden Daniels. Well, Do you uh, think you're feeling that way too or no? I'm on board. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, Daniels. Daniels. Daniels for 2024. Hopefully. For president. No. No. Quarterback. And, hey, Caleb or Drake <laughs> May, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> They're good too. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and Mara era. You can always find us on Birthplace underscore Studios or Foxborough Fanatics with the underscore also in between. So it's Foxborough underscore Fanatics. Again, you can check out. All of my draft stuff on NFL Draft Prospect Big Board. It's on WordPress. You can look up my name if that helps. Or you can follow my TikTok at ReeseMerritt underscore to find it, too. Anything else, Nate? I got nothing. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>